0: Thanks for taking time to listen to this episode of The Real Rescue Podcast. Take a minute to go to realrescue.com to check out these and other great deals from our sponsors here at The Real Rescue. This episode of The Real Rescue Podcast is brought to you by Breeze Eastern, the world's only dedicated helicopter hoist and winch provider, Axness, because when lives are at stake and conditions are challenging, clear communication is of the utmost importance. Life-Saving Systems Corporation. We do our work so you can do yours. Tough gear for tough jobs. And SR3 Rescue Concepts because you don't know what you don't know. Breeze Eastern. They dedicate themselves to our helicopter rescue world. Since the very first helicopter rescue in November of 1945, Breeze Eastern has designed and manufactured superior rescue hoist solutions. While much of the technology and the unique mission requirements have changed over the past 75 years, their commitment to the rescuers, the operators, and those being rescued has not. Contact them today by visiting them at breeze-eastern.com. The Axnes PNG Wireless ICS System can bring cutting-edge wireless intercommunication system technology to any aircraft. The PNG system can be fully integrated into an existing ICS system or can be carried on and off as a mobile base station. They can go anywhere, at any time, on any aircraft. Plus with the strongest and most robust waterproofed handheld on the market, this system can take a hit and keep working. Their wireless intercom systems are designed to enhance situational awareness through improved communication capability. This system brings superior noise cancelling technology to eliminate rotor wash and engine noise from your ICS. The Axnes P&G wireless system is currently deployed in more than 1800 public safety, air ambulance and search and rescue aircrafts worldwide. I have personally used the Axnes system in 4 different countries and on 5 different airframes. It is awesome! If you want more information, contact them today at Axnes.com. That's axnes.com. You just make sure you tell them Quinny sent me. Life Saving Systems Corporation. They manufacture the world's toughest helicopter rescue gear. From my favorite harness as a rescuer, the Triton harness, to the rescue baskets, the litters, and of course the most popular hook in all helicopters, the D-lock. The team at LSC will cut. Bend, sew, weld, and machine these products into existence every day. We do our work so you can do yours. LSC. Tough gear for tough jobs. Check them out today at lifesavingsystems.com and follow them on Instagram at rescue gear. That's at R-E-S-Q-G-E-A-R. And... SR3 Rescue Concepts is a training company that can help with your helicopter training, a standardization and safety check, or maybe just an audit or an FAA refresher. They are here to bring your agency up to date with the most current techniques, rules, regulations and equipment. The training staff is awesome! With the certified flight instructor pilots, experienced crew members, which I am happy to say that I am one of them. They offer training in rescue, medical, tactical, firefighting, ground operations, and night vision goggle use. SR3 is also partnered with Petzl to assist with personal protective equipment and the highly specific Lazard. SR3 also goes beyond the helicopter world as they provide high angle rescue training and tactical medicine training. Contact them today at SR3RescueConcepts.com Or over on Instagram, at SR3 underscore rescue. Up next, we have a guy who served four years in the Navy. And in the four years, he came out with some amazing stories. And he came on here to share a couple of them with us. I am very grateful to have him. So please welcome our next guest, United States Navy rescue swimmer, Mr. Jason Haas. My name is Jason Quinn. I am United States Coast Guard rescue swimmer number 500. These are my rescues and rescues from those of us that put our lives on the line every day so others may live. This is The Real Rescue Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Rescue Podcast. hello oh, us I got a Navy <laughs> rescue swimmer. Yes, another one with me, <laughs> Mr. Jason Hawes, United States Navy rescue swimmer. What's up, Jason? How are you, brother?
1: Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's
0: it's good, man. Uh, I'm stoked to have you on, man. You Navy boys, you are coming out of the woodworks. I'm loving it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what i probably need to thank red dog yet again because that dude he's like promotes this podcast left and right and you guys yeah, man i love it so it's good so but uh man thanks for coming on so i'll tell you what let's let's get us started man a uh, little background about you who you are how you got into the navy and how you became a rescue swimmer
1: well we got a pretty good um tradition in our family uh, pretty much every male has served in either the army or the navy a couple marines i guess um do we hold it against side. them
0: or yeah no, I'm, I'm just kidding everybody in the mm-hmm. marines
1: <laughs> yeah no. know well we, yeah we do tease them here and there especially <laughs> in here <at> christmas
0: <laughs> yeah of course you, you mm-hmm. like you have to
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um <clears throat> Most everybody on my dad's side was in the uh, Army and everybody on my mom's side was the Navy. So and uh I went I, I joined with my best friend through the buddy program. So oh, nice. We joined the Navy together. So. Just like and, uh,
0: hey buddy. Now was it drinking beer when you decided to join the Navy at the same time? Or was it just like <laughs> I just want I just want to that, see how that goes because I, I know how it went well, yeah. on my side. <laughs>
1: I actually got approached by an Air Force recruiter, and I was going to join the Air Force, but his uh, older older brother um, had joined the Navy a year before, so we just decided to do do the same thing, I guess.
0: Oh, right on, (laughs) following the older brother's footsteps. I like that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice.
1: And it's funny because when I went in, I was going to be a nuke, and. My uh, recruiter, he had lied to me. He said, "Yeah, you're all set up. You, you're gonna be a nuke." So I get I the boot camp, and they're like, "No, you don't have a job. Like, <laughs> you, you had to you had to sign up, you know, for the nuke program, or you had to take this test." And he never gave me the, the test, so uh, <laughs> oh, I got the boot. I got the boot camp without a job.
0: <laughs> oh man, I hate it when that yeah. happens. <laughs> Come on, so I chose
1: on. <laughs> I chose the first thing I chose was a uh, Navy diver. And then something happened with that. So I switched to uh, EOD, explosive ordnance Dispo- disposal. And um, I was already set to go with that. And so I, I went through training. And uh, while well, I went through school, I was an RM and uh, I had to do my RM school. And then I had a, I had a kidney stone like the first two weeks of training. Yeah. So, I kicked me out of any dive program. So, I had a six-year contract. It took two years off my contract. So, I guess that was a good thing at the time. So, I went I went undesignated because I, I there was no way I wanted to do RM because it was mostly computer work. And this was, like, 95. And it was, <laughs> it was all, like, the DOS program and stuff and okay. how to – break it down and stuff. And I, I didn't want to do any of that. So, so I, you're uh, kind
0: of speaking a little bit of Greek to me, man. Cause I, I don't know a whole lot about that stuff. Remember oh, yeah. coast guard's okay. a lot smaller than the Navy, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, but the,
1: what the RMs do, they, they intercept like communication from uh, other ships and satellites and stuff. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So I got, I, I got out of that. And then that's how I got into search and rescue. So I went, tried out for that program, and that's how that started.
0: Wow, man, that's yeah. awesome. Okay, so now you get like to swimmer school. Game on. All right, and then yeah. uh, and then where where did you go after school?
1: Uh, Everett, Washington. Okay. Um, yeah, I got my brother. Well, my best friend. He went to um, the East Coast in uh, Norfolk, and that's where I thought I was going to get sent. That's where most people most people do get sent you know to Norfolk where I'm from. but I I got sent from Roanoke all the way over to Everett Washington. It's like the farthest Navy base away possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I don't know what to expect.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and then from there, did you get up that's where you ended up deploying on the on the ship to the Persian Gulf? Yeah, yeah, nice. What ship are you yeah, we, on we.
1: Uh, uh, Paul Foster.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to read that in a, a second. Des- but I... Destroyer. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Dang. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, all right. So now you guys get out into the Persian Gulf from that, that base, and this is where your first rescue happened. And it like, mm-hmm. <laughs> now you said to me earlier, like four months after you got qualified, or made, after you made it through summer school, and yeah. this happened.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's probably about three and a half months. Um, so I gra- graduated in December. We went home for, uh, you know, Christmas break. And then right when we got back, we deployed like a week and a half later. And then uh, so we're in the Persian Gulf probably maybe two and a half months after that.
0: Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So this in particular case, uh, which you and I kind of talked about just for a brief moment there, you actually earned you an award through the Navy. And that's pretty awesome. It was the uh, the Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal. Yeah. 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 All right. But <laughs> in addition to that, which is super awesome, is uh, when this made it back to where you're from, uh, Roanoke, Virginia area, the, the mayor came out and and gave you uh major kudos for this and it, it, I, i'm gonna read yeah. this right now because this is pretty awesome uh and then <laughs> let's get into this case so so from the office of the mayor city of roanoke proclamation given out our, our hands and the seal of the city of roanoke this 28th day of july 1999 whereas seaman apprentice jason haas is a native of Roanoke, Virginia and has been awarded the Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal for superior performance of his duties as a search and rescue swimmer aboard the USS Paul F. Foster. On March 23, 1999, Seaman Apprentice Hawes courageously entered the waters of the Central Arabian Gulf to rescue all four crew members of the USS Paul F. Foster's helicopter Battlecat 27, which had crashed into the Gulf during a functional check flight. And Stephen Apprentice Hawes overcame 12 foot swells to bring the aircrew safely into a rigid hull inflatable boat without further injury, where he and the boat crew pulled them out of the water and brought them back to the ship to receive medical attentions for injuries suffered during the crash. <laughs> jason what the? all right look at i've flown in the gulf the arabian gulf uh very rarely do, have i ever seen 12 foot seas out here
1: oh yeah yeah
0: and now you've <laughs> got a helicopter crash and people in the water dude it mm-hmm. go tag you're it man <laughs>
1: well it was in the morning and uh i was on the uh, star beside the underneath the boat deck, just chilling, relaxing, like we usually do when the helicopter's up in the air. And uh, I mean, it was it was a beautiful day. The sun sun was rising. And uh, but like you said, the the waves were just abnormal for the Persian Gulf. It, it was crazy. It was funny. I, I was writing in my journal, journal that morning. It was uh, what was going? I'm trying to remember the the name of it. Um, oh it was the purpose-driven life that's what it was
0: oh the the okay got it the purpose-driven life all right okay
1: yeah i was doing i was doing that journal at the time so um i finished my journal entry for that day and the the, the very last thing i said i said i wrote he was like i wonder what god's gonna do through me today and then i closed the journal and then i looked out at the sunset and that's when in <laughs> like probably 20 seconds later that's when literally all hell broke loose. Like the, the ship just started going all, you know, classified speed and, and the winds were howling. The captain was on, on the, um, the 1MT, you know, telling, telling the crew to get ready for the, the rescue or whatever. But I, I couldn't hear anything because it was so windy. Yeah. So I didn't know what was going on. <clears throat> and then uh, the boat crew that was inside the ship, they ran out and told me, so I ran to you know go get changed and and uh, the the other SAR SAR guys were already there. It was you know it was my duty day, so they helped me get dressed and changed. And we all thought it was you know some just a drill, yeah, because nothing usually happens out there, you know, like you know. Uh, <laughs>
0: I love that. I really love that. Yeah. Just like it's almost like, oh, they're just they're just testing, to make sure we know what we're doing. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. We just thought it was a it was, it was a really good drill. Usually the drills are, are boring and slow and you know planned out. So we thought this was like some surprise drill for us. And um, luckily it was my day because all the the other. Star swimmers—they, you know—they—they outrank me. So, if if they knew it wasn't a drill, then I wouldn't have got dressed that day, for sure. <laughs> and it took over.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> if they had only yeah, known.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing was, uh, they did find out. But by the time they found out, and uh, um, the guy, he was—he ran over and leaned over the <laughs> the the ship. And, you know, the lines on the ship and we we're already like almost touching the water in the rescue boat by then. So it was too late <laughs> once I found out. But and he was yelling. They were yelling down at me. But again, I, I still couldn't hear what they were saying. <laughs> so I, I, I still thought it was a drill the whole time up until, you know, we hit the water and. Um, and it's, you know, it's 12 foot swells, but. You know, there were some rogue waves there, and some of them yeah. were like twenty foot in 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 that little red boat, and it was pretty wild. Wow. Um, yeah. So the uh, the red the the costume, the the guy who drives the red boat he he floored it to the other side, and and this is the weird thing about it. Um, Though there, there was a, a seahawk a helicopter, the same model and everything that we had on the ship in the air so i thought it was our helicopter and <clears throat> so i thought it was part of you know part of the training session or whatever and so we get to the other side of the ship about 150 yards on the port side and the waves again they're crashing 12 to some sometimes 16 20 foot swells in that in, in the costume he had to do really Maneuver the the boat not to not to capsize <laughs> on, on those higher uh, yeah on those higher higher waves. So we got over those, you know, the group of four crew members from our helo. He, from our Hilo, and um, the captain he tried to he he tried to get the boat all as close as it could to to them to you know do like a, a rib boat just get them on the boat instead of me, putting me in the water. And, um, the waves are just pushing us too close to them or they were pushing the red boat into them. So he had to back off and we had to get clearance from the, from the ship to put me in the water. And we finally did. And (laughs) you know, thank God for our training because I was never a, a strong swimmer before, uh, training, but I mean, once that adrenaline hits, I guess you can swim in, in anything because I, I jetted over there as fast as I could. And I, I, you know, I don't know how, how I did it, but I mean, those rocket fins help a lot in, in the water, I guess. But, um, so I, I make it over there and, you know, it seems like it took forever and then it also seemed like it took five seconds at the same time. And, um, so I, I, I get to them and they're all huddled around um, like a, a a piece of the sonar from the helicopter. And okay. I didn't know I didn't know what it was. It was like looked like some silver styrofoam thing, but it, it was like the inside of the sonar, sonar from the helicopter. And again, the helicopter is uh, from another ship, like that was 15 miles away. The helicopter is uh, above us, so I thought again I thought it was our helicopter. But I'm looking at our helicopter crew in the water and I'm confused. I'm like, <laughs> you know, are they training another helicopter crew? <laughs> so I, I got to the.
0: Uh, I love how you're still confused at this point. Yeah. <laughs> They're like guys in the water.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Dude, I love it.
1: Well, the, yeah, the thing was that um, they were trying to radio us on the, on the rib boat. But it was so windy and, and so noisy that none of us could hear what they were radioing into us. So, um, I mean, it took a it took a while for us us to hear that that, that I can get into the water. You know that I was approved to, to get into the water because again, I had to get approval because of the waves and and the fact that we thought this was all just a training drill, and <clears throat> they would have never approved it if if you know it was a training. You know, we would have never been training in that water. So I swam up and uh, there was, a, you know, two pilots, one woman and one man, two lieutenant lieutenants, I think. And uh, right when I got up to the uh, the woman pilot, I could see her face was cut from, like, a diagonal, all across, across her face, from the forehead all the way down to her chin. It was just split open. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah and um like you can see her skull but there was no blood like it was, it was the weirdest thing that that confused me too because i was like is it, what is it like it, you know it took me back for a second i was like oh yeah that's that's her skull you know and, wow. and it was just it was like her skull the white or her skull and then you know her her face it looked like gray matter and i didn't see any blood from the all the salt water i guess uh, and um, so that, that's when everything hit me. and that's when I, I knew that this you know this was real and so I had I started automatically going into my checks, checking the, her spine and uh, doing the spine checks and I was talking to the other crew and saying, you know what hurt on them and and <clears throat> while I was checking her. but um she had already told me her. Her back, she couldn't feel parts of you know her legs and her her back was messed up. And and I'm thinking, there's no way I can get her in a, a, a rescue litter in in these, you know, in this in this water. And yeah. I can't get help. I can't get help. We don't have any another boat or or anything. And uh so all this stuff, you know, all, all this stuff was computing in my head going back and forth like at 90 miles a second. <laughs> but, so I just made the decision to, to, to grab, you know, to take the yeah. most wounded first and then, um, you know, work my way from there. And we had to, you know, I had help with the boat crew that they helped pull the, uh, the pilots over the red boat as careful as we, as careful as we could, you know, without causing more damage, <laughs> but uh, like one of the, uh, the, the other pilot, his, he, when, when the helicopter hit, so his, his feet hit the, the deck yeah. and it, it like shattered his heel all the way up to his knee, like the bones and wow. stuff. So uh, he didn't, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't really do any more damage. Um. And what what caused that that cut to her? If she hit her face on the uh, you know the steer the steering column for the uh, helicopter.
0: Yeah, the dash right there, the, the yeah. upper dash. Yeah. So yeah, when she yeah. impacts, she went sideways with her face, mm-hmm. and it it wow. Yeah. Holy smoke.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, but. <laughs> so you're making all those decisions out in the water. And I knew that they were, the the water was a little, you know, cold. I mean, it wasn't cold, but for them, I knew it was going to, it was, you know, we had a, the time window was, was shrinking. And, uh, so, and I knew we're going to have a a bigger issue getting the, the red boat back on the ship. Yeah. And so we got them, we got them up as quickly as possible. And, um,
0: you're talking <laughs> the, the two pilots you got on the rib boat first, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. and, then they, uh,
1: and then the, the two crewmen, uh, one of them was a star swimmer for uh, the helicopter crew. I got him on last. I think he was, the, the, you know, they were hurt the least. Um, just, you know, cuts and bruises, and I, I think uh, one had a broken arm or something like that. But the two pilots got it, got it the worst. Um, wow. They they were, uh, the helicopter was about, I don't think, 50 to 60 feet, um, maybe 75 feet, somewhere around there. And it, it just, it dumped like, so they hit upside down or like front uh, front first and upside down at the same time. Wow. Um, yeah.
0: That's a bad crash. Yeah. 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 It was pretty bad.
1: So like I said, we we finally got them on board. Uh, we, we headed back to the, the ship. We stopped at the back of the ship and let the crew climb, uh, on the Jacob, you know, Jacob's ladder. Yeah. uh, Get them on the, on the boat. But once we hit the other side, as soon as they got on the boat, uh, the, the crewmen as soon as they got on the boat, probably a minute later, they were, you know, passed out from a hypothermia. And then while we were still on the 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 red boat, uh she was in and out of consciousness. And um she'd wake up and didn't know where she was wo- where she was, you know. And uh she start, you know, the when she'd wake up she'd start like convulsing and just going into shock basically wow, wow. Uh, and and both of them would would do that the whole time the probably the one the one of the scariest part of the whole rescue is we hit w- one of the rogue waves it was it had to have been 20 feet but at the crest of the wave the coxswain and the boat we we're like teetering on the top of that wave and it felt like we we're on, on our way. Like it felt oh. like the whole boat <laughs> was going to turn over. And then uh, I, I couldn't imagine having to rescue them again out of the water. I, I didn't think they'd make it <laughs> a second time. Jeez. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I did a lot of praying out on that water. <laughs> that yeah. Day.
0: Holy yeah. smoke.
1: But we approached the, the ship and, and the way the ship was uh, positioned in the waves, the waves were just going up and down, up and down, slamming us up and down. It was the waves were the intervals were so fast that three three guys were trying to hook us up once we got up to the hook, you know, to hook the boat
0: back yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's it's be, called davits, right? The davits to come out yeah. and they send the cables down. You connect the rib boat to it and it pulls the boat, the rib boat right out of the, the ocean, right? Right. Okay, mm-hmm. make sure I'm on the same page with you. I got you. And,
1: and it would be like, at the bottom of the wave, the hook would be, you couldn't even reach it. It would be like 12 foot up in the air, 15 foot up in the air. At the top of the wave, the hook would be slamming on the deck of the boat. Oh my gosh. And it would be, it would do that every two seconds, it seemed like. And not even enough time to, and if you grabbed it, if someone grabbed it, wouldn't even have enough time to hook it it would have you know taken their arm off or (laughs) they'd have lifted up off off the ground so we couldn't even get back on the ship for about you know five ten minutes so we had to we had to go back out to the to the waves and um I, i didn't think we were gonna get back on the on the boat after that but the captain he repositioned the the ship and then I prayed again. I was like, God, please let us, get, please calm this ocean or something. And the captain repositioned the ship and we, we approached it again. And it was like night and day. It was probably, it went from like 16, 12, 16 foot difference to like maybe two to three foot difference. And it was easy compared to that to get back on. And, uh, and the whole time she, you know, I had, I had her and my boat crew had, the male pilot, you know, tending to him. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have much uh, hardly any medical equipment on those rescue boats for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but we were grabbing, they were throwing us blankets uh, from the ship and everything. So we're, we, you know, we're trying to warm up the pilots so they didn't go uh, into deeper into shock, I guess, but we finally got up and uh, they got off and, got got you know medical care from the doctors and and then the other helicopter picked them up and took them off to uh i think uh eventually they they went to maybe germany or something but wow they had a long long road recovery road ahead of them uh, a lot of i mean i, I couldn't even imagine what, what how, you know how they feel walking around today but they had some Pretty extensive leg and back injuries and neck injuries too. So, but they made it. You know they they all made it. So that was man, the good part, Jason. I guess.
0: Yeah. Holy cow, Jason! And that
1: was that was my first rescue. Uh, three months after
0: after graduating uh, <laughs> rescue school, buddy. <laughs> Dang man, that is intense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I imagine you were on like adrenaline high for at least a week. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. 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 It felt like longer than that, but
0: <laughs> it probably um, was actually. Yeah.
1: Jesus. Especially that day. Like, I, I don't even think I slept for 24, 48
0: hours. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Just wow. I'm, I'm blown away. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I talked to the uh, the coxswain uh, uh, that drove the rib boat, you know, on Facebook till this day, and I every chance I get, I thank him for, for not not letting that uh, boat turn over in those high
0: seas. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, man, what the heck, Jason? Well done, well done, sir. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, heck yeah! Uh, props to the whole crew and everybody involved. Yeah, like I, I don't ever want to leave anybody out. But listening to you right now, well done, sir. Well done.
1: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah,
0: dang, brother. So nothing, nothing you have compares to, to that. Like I, I know you've had a couple other things in the Navy and a couple of training incidents that stand out to you, but. Man, that's like riding the best roller coaster in the park and then trying to jump <laughs> yeah. on something else and be like, "Ah, oh, this is nothing. Yeah. Holy cow, yeah. man.
1: Jeez. Especially, uh, I, I remember the week after that rescue, or probably the two weeks after that, just doing your normal job. It was like so <laughs> mundane. And I was like, it didn't feel right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. I,
1: it took a while to get back to like doing a normal job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I, it, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have so that that moment in your in your career and in your life, and then you try to go back to the normal. And I don't know, yeah. if, I don't, I still don't think I'm there. I'm just I'm gonna throw yeah. that up. <laughs> I try on a daily basis to get back to that normal. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, Jason. That is crazy. Wow. But yeah, I'm blown away, man. That's well done. Yeah. Poof. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, what, what are, uh, what are the other two rescues that you had while you were in the Navy that uh, weren't nearly as good, but just you think about. Yeah.
1: Well, the other two is more, um, more of the whole team, uh, the whole team. Had, we had uh, four star swimmers on on, on the boat, <clears throat> and one of them was uh, a 4 a.m. rescue with a of another ship's uh, navy diver. He he got to bend somehow. Uh, he was doing some, I guess, repair work, emergency repair work uh, to one of the other destroyers that was also in the Persian Gulf. Um,
0: okay.
1: So, yeah, I guess I guess he I think he got lost in under there somehow and went down instead of up and then maybe panicked a little bit and came up to quit. Gotcha. And and then so he was floating probably, uh, I'd say about 15 feet under. Uh, he was still conscious, but he he didn't he, he didn't know where he was.
0: Like so, you were still fifteen feet underwater.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just kind in of, the dark,
0: just chilling. Like couldn't yeah. come up, couldn't go down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why well, he didn't know where
1: what up was and what what down was.
0: Oh, wild. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, a couple of us had to. Well, we had to search for him. We we had to follow the line, and we didn't know how far it went, or you know how far we had to go go down. So one would go down, he can't, you know, go down like 10 feet. And then you come back up and say, he's, he's not anywhere near 10 feet or whatever, but you know, so dark. You can't, you can't see a foot in front of you or if maybe not even six inches really. Um, But I think the third, it took the third guy to follow the line down to finally get him.
0: So that was uh, so that was all you guys together collectively working on that. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: if he was if he was lower than. I don't know, 20 feet, then I, I'm not sure if any if either one, any of us would have been able to, to go down that far and then, you know, we would have got the bend. We're not divers, you know, right. All right. We would have got the bends probably ourselves. Thing
0: I don't know about that one because you need the uh supplement oxygen or the supplement air. The, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, tank yeah. Air. But to be able to get out of there and not be able to get back up, pass out underwater now. Yeah, that I can right. see having it <laughs> 20 feet in the dark. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man, mm. wow, oh gosh. So, what ended up finding him like he got down to him and then what you would inflate him, or he just. Uh,
1: He just felt him. Yeah. He just, the the, the third swimmer, he, yeah, he got down. I think he, yeah, he just hit him, uh, just one arm on the, uh, on his, uh, cabling and, uh, he eventually felt him. Um, but he, he was probably only going to go down, like I said, about 20 feet and then come back up, but he was around 15 feet. Thankfully.
0: Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Holy cow. Jeez. So you got that guy out of the water. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah,
1: and we then, got him. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we got him. And they, uh, that was a pretty, I mean, that was relatively quick. Uh, we got him up. And the waves, you know, weren't nearly as bad. I mean, they were pretty calm at night, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and then shipped him off, yeah. medevaced him out. Um the only other other uh rescue, I mean we had one that was like a salvage thing that in the Persian Gulf again. It was some uh, you know, have you ever seen those uh those little rickshaw, those little rickshaw boats they have out there?
0: Oh yeah, the wooden ones. Yeah, yeah. It's all the fishing boats and the guys are just out. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We passed his boat and it was like just tiny pieces of wood just shattered everywhere. I don't know how his boat got destroyed, but, um, and he had a sheep with him. So <laughs> the guy, well, the guy was dead and, but we thought it was two, we, we went to rescue. We thought we had rescued two bodies, but one was a sheep and it, looked, it just looked like a dead person. But uh, we still to this day don't know how, you know, that how that went
0: down. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, that's weird. <laughs> All yeah. the things that happen in the in the middle of the ocean.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, so and you also had a rescue of wildlife. Uh, so yeah. you had an issue, or not a rescue of a dolphin too? Mm-hmm. Well, how did that happen? Uh, I think one of the lookouts uh,
1: again, it looked like a body in the water, <laughs> so we uh, we went out and. We thought, we thought the dolphin, by the time we you know seen it was a dolphin, we, we thought it was dead. But then, you know, uh, it looked like it was moving, but we couldn't really tell. So they uh, <clears throat> made the decision to put us in the water and to check on it and make sure. And uh, we, we did. We checked on it, and it was sure enough, it was alive. And, you know, we, we just started working with the net. I mean, the net was really tangled. Around it pretty bad, and it was like cutting in to the uh, skin and stuff. So
0: yeah, uh,
1: we were we were pretty careful. I mean, we didn't know how to dislodge a net from a dolphin, but we we were trying to like
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's not something you do every day. It's like uh, hey, uh, by the way, you're gonna remove a net from a dolphin today. You've never trained on this, but go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. So we we took our time with it and. Uh, I mean the dolphin. It was like the dolphin knew what we were doing. So it, it was like being still and just like looking around. And we, we finally got it free. It, it swam with us, you know, for probably like I don't know, thirty seconds, and then yeah. just boom, took off as fast as it
0: could. Oh man, that's so, cool. Yeah. So you could say you we, literally we, swam with dolphins in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't say that. So you got me on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, actually the dolphins are like the coolest thing to, to Navy guys. We'll, we'll be out there alone for, you know, days. And then the sonar guys will we'll hear him first. And then the captain will like, let's go check them out. And, and out there in the mi- middle of the ocean, the dolphins, uh, the school is like, it looks like thousands of them. And, you know, you see, you see them at SeaWorld, You know, they do one or two or three flips. Yeah. When they're out there in the deep ocean, they they you know get a lot more speed. So they're they're doing like it looks like ten flips. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man, we, we love seeing dolphins and whales out there.
0: <laughs> oh, that's killer! I like that. Mm-hmm. Man, awesome. And,
1: and it's almost like they're attracted to the ships too. They, I guess the dolphins like the
0: ships. Oh, it's probably because you guys throw a bread overboard. And, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh man. That's great, man. I like that. All right. So you also had uh, kind of two different incidences with or memorable training events. And uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear one of them because one of them involves jellyfish. So whatever one you yeah. want to start with, have that. but I am excited about hearing about the jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, the jellyfish was weird because we were probably 200 miles from land uh, in, the, in the Pacific Ocean, and we just, the, the seas were as calm as they could ever, as you could ever imagine. So we were like, well, let's get in the water because, uh, you know, we hadn't trained in the water at that time for probably a couple months. <clears throat> so we were doing uh, buddy toes and just, Different training, you know, just regular star training maneuvers, exercises in the water. It was four of us, and well, no, it was five of us. So two and two, and then I was, it, it, I was at the, I was to the side at that, at that time, and uh, a few months before that is when me and my buddy were training off the coast of uh, California, like at, at a beach north yeah. of San Diego. And that's when we, you know, we were in the water with sharks. I mean, we, it didn't really bother us because, you know, it, it was I like, that, they were like. I love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're just yeah. in the well, water with just, sharks. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to punch them in no, the we're,
1: face. Yeah. <laughs> we we're, were young. So, you know, nothing, <laughs> we were afraid of nothing then. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, I, I wouldn't sw- swim with sharks now. And um, <laughs> so, but ever since, that, that time that, you know, we saw sharks in the water so close to us, I've always been, whenever I'm in the water doing training, I've always looked around, you know, every couple minutes to make sure, uh, you know, it's not some huge great white or something like that. Yeah. You know, the, uh, especially that deep in the, you know, that far out in the ocean, who knows right, what's right. out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's not uh, a
0: lot to eat out there when you're in the water. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You look like a delicious morsel.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I I keep looking down and I see, you know, you you can probably see about, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 feet down before it gets black and out of the blackness comes one jellyfish. And so I'm like, Oh, that's weird to see one jellyfish you know 200 miles off the off the shore and then so I, I keep an eye on them and then I see another one coming out of the darkness uh, and then and then you know you see more you see like a dozen then you see like 20 and before you know it there's like a hundred and I'm like hey guys let's move over here so we moved like I don't know 20 30 feet and we look down and now the whole floor is just nothing but jellyfish it's like thousands and thousands of jellyfish <laughs> and you guys are in the water yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and as as far as you can see in, in in any direction there's just thousands of jellyfish and they're about you know then they're all coming towards us like they you know, like we're attracting them you know what i
0: mean oh no yeah, yeah that's not yeah, good yeah so
1: so yeah, when uh, when I told them, and they all looked down and like, oh, let's get the hell, let's get hell out of here, and <laughs> because yeah. uh, some of us had full body suits on, but uh, a couple of us only had uh, you know the half the half suits, yeah. So we got lit up pretty pretty bad. <laughs> and I, I looked it up. I looked it up though uh, when I when I got back, like a couple weeks later, And in the area we we're at, they swarm in a couple hundred thousand at a time. And sometimes they've been known to swarm with over a million jellyfish at, you know, at the, in their swarm. <laughs> wow. I've, ne- I've never, heard of that, but until I've actually seen it and then, I, you know, looked it up, you know, is that, I mean, I've been stung at the beach a, a bunch of times, of course, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know they swarmed in that a number out in the middle of the ocean. Uh, but I, I heard you heard stories I hear stories about the uh, you know the people who try to swim like the English channel and stuff like that and yep. they they always tell stories I don't know if you, if you've ever known but this this woman did it I think the last time and she got stung over 200 times by a jellyfish <laughs> <laughs> same thing she got swarmed the same way we got swarmed. oh my gosh and apparently they are attracted to anything in the water out there. <laughs> i'm totally
0: i'm looking all this up i not that i don't believe you i want to know for myself that's freaking hilarious yeah (laughs) wow man well that's a fun little training event
1: (laughs) yeah and it was i mean it's just weird because you know we're in the middle of the ocean and what are the chances are we land right above you know a jellyfish swarm (laughs) i mean it's crazy (laughs)
0: Yeah, you're a speck in the ocean at that point, too, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. So now you were talking about, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I
1: was going to say we weren't out there probably more than five minutes
0: before they st- started, you know, swarming us. <laughs> I would say coming out of the woodwork, but in this case, it's coming out of the deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so now you just mentioned you swim swimming with sharks. Prior to that, that's your other training incident, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it, that we were actually in school at that time, and uh, uh, I think it was a weekend. We, you know, we we wanted to get some open water training. Just, just me and my buddy. Uh, he was from the same ship, uh, and I can't remember. It was some. I mean, it was really nice. I mean, it was like a little, a little inlet with the you know the rock cliffs. And, uh, uh, it was like a little, a little restaurant right on the beach there. And so, you know, we were out there and then we saw the, the fins there and there were two of them, they were just circling us. Uh, well, not circling us, but like, you know, kind of swimming next to us. Um, but I, I mean, we just kept, <laughs> we just kept training for whatever reason. I was like, we're just, we'll keep an eye on them, make sure they don't get too close to us. Oh, like, like, amazing. there's anything we could do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking at that point.
0: Yeah. But. So I, I don't do that. Just so you know. Yeah. Like, if I see a shark, you're gonna take me 20 miles in another direction. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know, know what, how much
0: ground they can, or how much water they can cover in a short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the thing. But oh. now, now, now that I go to the beach, I'm so. I, I've seen so so much of what is in the water that I'm like afraid of the, of the water now. Like. No, man. No. Yeah. I don't ever
0: want you to admit that again. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'll still go out there. Okay. okay. With the feet, sure. But yeah, I'll still, I'll force myself to go in the water, but I'm like, uh, Oh God, is this the day I'm going to have my legs eaten off by, <laughs> yeah, by some shark? Oh, um,
0: that's funny. Man, that is hilarious, Jason. I love these stories. This has been awesome. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, man. I I'm going to turn it over to you as far as like give everybody a, a a piece of advice or what would you what would you tell the younger guys that are doing the job now and and, and even it, it can be as even outside the car like what would you tell guys? Uh,
1: uh, I, would, I would definitely say you can't you can never can never do enough training. And, and when you do the, I, when you do the training, always train up, never, never train at your level, always train for <laughs> the craziest scenarios that you can think of, because that's, that's probably what's going to eventually happen to you. It's yeah. never going to be what you train for. It's always going to be way beyond the scope of, of what, what they, what they train you on, I guess. That, that was my, uh, Uh, that was probably one of my pet peeves with the, with the training system that has been set up is, you know, that I I thought that they should put the money in for like some sort of like wave pool or something that, that, that could, you know, simulate at least 10 foot waves or, you know, six, seven, eight foot waves. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Training in a pool is, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not (laughs) conducive to (laughs) it's an ocean rescue yeah (laughs) um,
0: yeah. i know like our guys they they went to a or they installed that that wave pool um and now they're a different pool yeah it was in we used it for a while and now we're in a different facility as far as the coast guard swimmers go but yeah i'm all about it man i'm all about the training and and making is that that the one in a uh, elizabeth city correct uh and right now they're actually in um petaluma california for the moment so they've relocated the school for a little bit so you know i i i'm with you and and i like i like doing training that is uh somewhat realistic you know and and Mm -hmm. making it i don't want to say making it harder than it needs to be Cause every you know, I, I'm all I'm a firm believer you like train, 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 practice, practice, practice. Uh, but if you practice the easiest thing ever, then you're mm-hmm. never gonna know what to do when it gets that little bit of harder. So, if you at least mm-hmm. push the envelope just a little bit, you know, try to hoist to that exact spot, try to swim, go out in open ocean and swim, you know, like when the waves are big on shore. Go swim the surf line. Yeah. So you're only 10, 15 feet or yeah, 20 feet offshore. So it's not like you have to swim way in, but swim through some breaks. Go out, swim back. Go yeah. out, swim back, you know? Yeah. Get that practice. I, I'm all about it, dude. I, I'm all about mm-hmm. it. Good piece of advice. I like that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. That's what we would we would do too. I, I'd go into into the breaks, like you said, and um uh, sometimes I'll, you know, i would let the wave try to I mean, I guess take me, take me under yep. and then I'd fight. I'd try to like, you know, fight my way out of it or, um, but I mean, that's probably, uh, about the, the best you could do, I guess, training wise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I like it. Jason, this mm-hmm. has been awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Oh yeah.
1: Thanks for having well, me.
0: Well, before we sign off, uh, is anything else you want to give a shout out or, Say anything about how that? Uh, I'm starting
1: this uh, this training thing called uh, uh, SARFit, so Search and Rescue Fitness. Yeah, Um, and uh, I'm eventually going to start. So others may live ministries, and that's going to be a ministry to um, to to the kids of like fallen special operations soldiers and and um, wolf. First off, it's going to be uh, for fallen SAR swimmers like their sons. We have, I don't know if you heard, but there was a, a training um, exercise off the coast of California, um, I guess what, last year or maybe two years ago, and a, okay. a SAR swimmer died.
0: Oh man, I'm, I was not aware of that. I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, I think a, a helicopter was was coming back on. I don't know if it was an aircraft carrier or what, but it hooked the edge of the of the ship and and crashed into the water or something like that. Ah. And the whole crew, yeah, the whole crew uh perished. And it was a young uh swimmer, and he was he lived in Salem, which is right next to Roanoke. Yeah. Um so I, I kind of felt like I don't know, not not a duty, but I kind of felt like it hit home, you know, to me. Uh, so, and he had like a little six-year-old boy and a uh, wife, uh, and I think another daughter, but his, his family grew up, uh, like I said, right down the street from, from where I grew up. So uh, I wanted to do some stuff for his son and kind of keep an eye on him as he grew up uh, as well and make sure he, you know, make sure he's okay. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, yeah. dude.
0: So, what's that? Yeah. What's that going to be called? So others may live ministries. Yeah, yeah, killer.
1: Uh, I like that. And it's going
0: to it's going to help out um, veterans that uh,
1: you know deal with PTSD and depression and, and and get out of shape and are pretty pretty you know not suicidal but close to you know the bottom of their life. And I'm yeah. going to kind of rescue them out of that. And get them get them fit back into shape and get their minds back into shape and uh, um, through corporate corporations we're gonna get them like you know a career going and yeah, a good paying career going and, and stuff like that you know
0: wow it, it,
1: it's gonna be like a 30 60 or 90 day type program
0: Wow buddy that's that's awesome well done so yeah thank you yeah heck yeah Man, I'll I'll keep an eye out on that, and uh, send me the link, and I'll make sure I post it as well. Okay. So, sweet. Sweet.
1: Yeah, and thank you for what you do, too. I mean, uh, I don't know if you felt like this, but when I got out, um, like, it kind of felt like there was no other (laughs) rescue swimmers in the world, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: do you know we Maybe have a handful here and there yeah they yeah. hide in certain all over the place no all of a sudden you're finding yeah. guys you're like hey hey right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so no i'm digging it i i love what i love being able to do this and and even share this platform with all of the guys and just to make it make mm-hmm. it awesome so it's been fun but yeah hey, thank you for coming on i appreciate the stories this has been awesome oh
1: yeah no problem thank you
0: yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when I get to Roanoke, I'll, I'll make sure I give you a call cause I'll be up there at one point mm-hmm. or another for sure. <laughs> All right, Jason, again, these, these stories are just amazing. Thank you so much for taking time to share them with us. Uh, I'm, bro, it's, it's awesome. And what you're doing outside and about to do with, you know, so others may live ministries, dude, I, I I'm stoked for you, man. That's going to be great. And, Big promoter of it. So whatever you need, you call me. I'll help you out. All right. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Real Rescue Podcast. Please take a minute to like, subscribe, and hit that share button. I'm pulling jocks and taking off. But before I go, if anyone out there has a rescue story they would be willing to share, I would be humbled and honored to have you on as a guest. Or if you have any questions about rescue or anything else we talk about here, send an email to jason at therealrescue.com. That's jason at t-h-e-r-e-a-l-r-e-s-q dot You can also check us out on our webpages, therealrescue.com, our Facebook page, and our instagram page at the real rescue again a special thank you to all of you stand on the watch today always remember when that SAR alarm goes off those in distress are praying for a miracle they are going to get you until next time fly safe and swim hard